Effect, a retail podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us today. I'm your host, Meredith. And I'm your host, Cass. Let's have some fun. How are you feeling? <laughs> How was your weekend? I think I'm still hungover from Saturday. We're waiting for our guest to arrive. Yeah. And you started talking. I was like, why are we not recording this? <laughs> How's your stomach feeling? Okay, because you started talking about how it smells like ham in here. And I'm like, <laughs> that's fine. Like, I enjoy the smell of ham. Yeah. But you, I said I hit three stores today, and I don't even know how. And you're like, did you eat? And I was like, yeah, I brought egg salad. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing egg salad on romaine leaves or, like, chicken salad on romaine yeah. leaves. So not only was the egg salad, like, not sitting well in my oh, stomach. Oh, my God. But... My romaine leaves were kind of wilted, so it was kind of soft. Oh. Like, it was just not. So I ditched the egg salad, <laughs> and I went and got chicken nuggets from McDonald's. <laughs> Perfect. I don't know. Lunch of champions. You know, I had a lot of fun on Saturday, I think, but Sunday, it was not <laughs> worth it. <laughs> I was so hungover. We found Megan's shoe in the garage, like <laughs> one shoe. How do you leave with one shoe? But then I realized I gave her a pair of slippers. Crazy. We had a good time. Yeah, it sounds like it. But it's like. But now you pay for it. I'm 40 years old. It takes me three days to recover. I was just going to ask that. Does it seem like yes. it takes you longer to recover? Yes. Yeah. Unless I'm on vacation. Yeah, true, true. If I'm on vacation. Yeah, then you just don't sleep though, which is fine. No, you can go to bed at two. You're up yeah. by seven. Yeah. And you start drinking mimosas. You have and a cup maybe of coffee. A nap on the beach. Yeah. Get yourself going for the yeah. night. Yeah. Take a shower, refresh, done. Ready to go out I again feel like that I've night. I've never been one to recover well. Like I, even when I was younger, I felt like it took me two or three days. Oh, really? But I don't know. We should probably introduce Barb to everybody who's listening. <laughs> Hi, Barb. Hi, Hi. Barb. <laughs> We're just talking about kids. Barb yeah. Nude is here. She is a licensed real estate broker. Did you say nude? No, I didn't say nude. Oh, it's nude. Barb is nude here, everyone. Woo! Look We're at really those taking listeners. Up this show a notch. For sure. It's getting nice out, you know. Finally. It's not that warm. We've been wanting that warm weather. Barb Newt is here from uh, from Compass, right? Yes. All right, mm -hmm. very good. And where can everyone find you? Um, I'm in Grays Lake, downtown Grays Lake, in okay. this adorable little hundred year old farmhouse. Yes. Oh, cute. So what did we win from them? What did that, we win? Do you remember Julia and I went and picked up some tickets Ooh. last summer, I believe. This is well, how long we've truck? been following them no. and watching them. It was something oh in Grace Lake. Oh, my God, you guys are so cute. Okay, I, so it could have been the Wine Walk. Oh. I think it might have been that. That yes. is coming up again this Saturday. There are still tickets Ooh. Ooh. Okay, yeah. all right. This mm -hmm. airs on Friday, so everyone go. Where Where can they get tickets? Um, they can go online to the Heritage Center in Grace Lake, and they can get tickets that way, or they can contact us directly, and we can put them in touch with getting the tickets. So I think last time I checked, we were at, like, a little over 200 tickets sold. And they have uh, 400 that they oh, are. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, very good. good. Very good. Yeah. yeah get your tickets. And to if the they want to call the office, what's the yes. number they use? They can call 224 280 9025. Very good. Yeah. Go get some tickets. I thought you were going to say 9025. Go drink some wine. <laughs> We're talking, we're talking nudes. We're talking 90210. What's going on here? We're it's aging going. ourselves. What really? kind of episode is this going to be? <laughs> Sounds know. like a fun one. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> so we're going to ask all the questions like, where were you before? How did you get into this? Yep. What, you know, what's favorites and all that fun stuff. Start so all from you. the beginning. Yep, all you. Oh boy. Okay. So when were you born? A long, long no. time ago <laughs> when dinosaurs still roamed the planet. <laughs> um, so I actually got into it completely by accident because 
I had a friend of mine from high school. His mom was looking for an assistant to like lick envelopes and put stamps on okay. oh, things. Yeah. And I was like, okay, sure. And then I ended up working with her for a couple of years um, and decided that it actually was a really cool job because it's not the same thing every single right. day. So yeah. now I've been doing it for 23 years and people will be like, how are you not bored? You've had the same job forever and a, uh, forever and a half. And I'm like, well, it's different every single day because there's always new people and new houses and new problems to solve right and all that other, yeah you know, you we're to gonna get into those problems too yeah, yeah. Oh, i, I want to talk <laughs> about nightmare houses I'm still recovering from some of them but, that's amazing um, so yeah so i worked with her for a couple of years and then i branched off on my own and then um four years ago i opened up my own office in gray's lake and i've got a team of amazing people and we all support each other and give back to the community and all that good stuff that's so, so it's, very been, good. it's been a very fun journey i'm very yeah very how many are so. on your team six Six. So we have okay. six, and then we have an admin, and then we have a PR person, and we have a photographer and a stager, and oh wow, so there's all kinds of stuff. PR yeah. person is that who I, we've been talking to? Yes, okay. She's yes, my, yes. Yeah, she's my behind the scenes guru. She's amazing. So, so did yeah. she find us and then say, "Hey, I think you should be on this show." I Barb. do whatever she tells me. Really, to do. that's I don't so mess awesome. With yeah. So. yeah, good girl. As a matter of fact, she wrote us I think last week, and she was like, "Hey, uh, what's going on here? I think Barb's on your show next she's week." I'm like, so "We got organized. it. Don't worry." Sure. She's so organized. She didn't want any anything missed no mm -mm. she says this is where you're going and this is what you're doing and I said okay yeah be here at yeah. four o'clock <laughs> all right I'm on it so yeah so I want to hear about some nightmare houses <laughs> let's just get right into I it know, right? I, you I know what like, right, because we're going right for the jugular I like you know that. I always talk about TikTok on here and I see these inspectors mm -hmm. that go to these flipped houses yeah. and what a freaking nightmare looks beautiful but then he starts poking around at shit, and mm. you're like, "Wow, this sink isn't even attached." Yeah, underneath. the counter's like leaking. leaning on the on the vanity. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. You know, it's interesting because uh, we refer to that as uh, lipstick on a pig. Yeah. Mm. So it's always very important that you go and see it. And then people will be like, oh, you know, uh, in this market, it's so crazy. We're going to waive our inspections. And then oh, we all no. like nervous sweat. And yeah. we're like, no, you are not waiving any inspections because no, we have to sleep that. at night. Yeah. Um, but it's been very competitive and some buyers have wanted to do that. And then you know, they get the inspection and, you know, when we're in it, we're looking at like, oh, the stainless steel appliances yeah. and the counters yeah. and the fresh paint and, yeah. you know, but I'm not I going know nothing about space. electrical. I'm not pulling apart <laughs> a furnace or an electric panel. So it's always better to just know exactly what it is that yeah. you're buying. So I'm a big fan of, of home inspections. Do but, you yeah. have anything that you've seen that you're like, definitely yes, or definitely no? Besides, like, the sink not being connected or the countertops not being down? You know what I've found over the last... 23 years is that what I might consider to be a deal breaker is not necessarily okay. the deal breaker for the buyer. Right. Yeah. So I could walk into a house and be like, Oh my gosh, there's a million electrical issues. This is totally going to kill the deal. And then I look at this guy and he's like, Oh, uncle's an electrician. Yeah. Don't even care. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, what? A, okay. Let okay. me shut my mouth now. You know? So it's really, um, having to gauge what the buyers. Yeah. Uh, my home inspector always uses the phrase that it's the straw that broke the camel's back. Yes. Everyone's got a different amount of, of straws yes. that, that'll, uh, that'll kill it for them. So I really just, uh, more so look back at them and say, okay, like, you know, are you handy? Do you know how to, you know, right. Change a light bulb. What are so we do you try to here? point things out to them? Like, Hey, this looks messed up. Or are you just like, if they see it, they see it. If not, like whatever. We point stuff out, yeah. but we always have to walk a really fine line too, because we have to say like, we're not a home inspector, but hey, 
those wires hanging out of the ceiling <laughs> look a little questionable. Yeah. Or the mushrooms growing on the walls might yeah. not be safe. Oh my so. God, mushrooms <laughs> on the walls, really? Yeah, yeah, mold can be a crazy thing. But, you know, at the same time, I've had people that have walked in and they're like, oh, you know, I work for a mold remediation company. I could care less. I'm going to get a great deal yeah. on this house. Bring on the mushrooms, whatever, oh right? God. So, you know, again, That's what I'd say. <laughs> bring on the mushrooms. They're like, more mushrooms, less money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why does this house have a heartbeat? Oh, it's the mushrooms. <laughs> Stop licking the walls, please. Schnozberries taste Schnozberries. like schnozberries. <laughs> and if you don't get that reference, you're too young to be listening. Yes, yes. And we should stop swearing. <laughs> My kids are like, what are they talking about? I'm going to have so much to explain when I get Oh, that's, that's all right. So that's all right. That's we so always good. have so much to explain after this. Just put on episode number eight for him. <laughs> that's move, bitch. Get out of the oh, way. Oh, yeah. That's our number one. That one's a little rough. No, don't do that. You're like, you need to ease him into that one. That's a fan favorite, but that's a rough one. It's a good one. Just break him in real quick. Do you prefer working with sellers or buyers? You know, it's funny. I actually had this conversation earlier today because someone asked me who I work more with, and it never fails that when I look at my year end, it's 50-50. Really? Yeah. It mm. just always happens to work out that way. It's not necessarily a preference, um, but I do find that it helps me be a better agent because if I'm working with the sellers, I can say, hey, look, this is what I'm seeing that buyers are looking for. Buyers don't like this mm. or buyers are asking for, you know, credits for A, B and C, whatever. And then working with buyers, I can say to them like, hey, if you're asking for a closing cost credit, that's like offer suicide. Sellers haven't given closing cost credits in three years because the market's been booming. So it gives me like the the eyes behind the yeah. curtain. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I know what the other side's expectations are. And this could hurt you when you're putting in an offer or this could hurt you, seller, if you're not willing to replace the carpet or whatever. So it's actually proven to be very, very beneficial to work both sides. Yeah. Um, some of them have more perks than others, depending on the marketplace. But like right now, working with sellers is great because houses are selling quickly. Sellers don't have to put as much money into their houses yeah. to sell them because buyers are willing to look past a lot more stuff than they would. A lot of mushrooms. <laughs> They look right past them now. They don't even care. So, right, the uh, price is right. That's yeah. all that matters. <laughs> yep, yep, pretty much. So yeah. It what's like? Definitely. What's the number one advice you could give to a first-time home buyer? Uh, to a first-time home buyer, um, right now the phrase that we're using a lot is "marry the house and date the rate." So okay. everyone's mm. really paranoid because just like a year ago, rates were at three percent or yes. three point two five, and so now when they hear six point seven five or seven percent, they freak out and they're like, "I'm not going to buy a house." But you can refinance. Is, you can refinance, or you know, you don't, you don't want to buy a house you're only going to live in for two years and then plan on selling it. So if it's the right house and you really love it, yes, you can buy it and you can. Um, move into it, make sure that you can afford it, of course. And, uh, you know, know that in the future when rates go back down, you're going to be able to to make that adjustment yeah. accordingly. So um, I also think, too, that buyers have to have a realistic expectation about what they can buy because a lot of times they're going into it and they want everything, right? And a lot of mm -hmm. times it's everything because the house they grew up in that they remember yeah. their parents having has the master suite and the three-car garage and the finished basement. Mm -hmm. I promise you, your parents didn't start out in that house. No. They probably had paneling and a futon mattress yeah. that they mm -hmm. slept on for <laughs> a few months before they were able to furnish it. So it's kind of having that uh, realistic expectation about what your money can buy. But I feel like that has to come with experience, right? So like if you have a realtor and you're working with them and you're like, hey, this is this is my wish list, 
it should be an education piece that you're going out looking at houses. So you start to understand what your money can buy. Right. And then imagine a big funnel that you're kind of whittling down. What can you give up and what is like your non-negotiable? So mm-hmm. uh, you kind of have to have to get out there and see what you can get before you start to say, okay, I don't need a fenced in yard. We can do that later. Yeah, mm. so, that would yeah. be a that would be a, nope. I have to have a fence in the yard. Yeah. You're right. Right. I always have dogs. So. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Although How- if I lived here on our beautiful <laughs> new backdrop <laughs> with no neighbors anywhere and the dog could roam free, yeah. our backdrop then is I a might, bay window yeah. today, just for bar. Yeah. It looks lovely. <laughs> yeah. We Me were like talking about where there. we would see things. You know, yeah. like there's a deer over there. Yeah. <laughs> Got squirrels, lots of squirrels in there. So how often do you have to break hearts with people that love the houses and they it just isn't going to go through? How often? Uh, from a buyer's side or a seller's side? Both. Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, so the buyer's heart's been broken for the last few years, I yeah. would say, because... Uh, uh, you know, it's multiple offer city right now. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, we're, we're getting creative. I think it's important as a realtor um, that you're not just opening doors and filling out blanks. You kind of have to strategize and talk people through like, you know, how can they make their offer stronger without it just being always on price, right? Right, like, yeah. we're not, right. We're not the slimy car salesman, no offense to car salesman, but uh, we're not just trying to get the sale because you can only offer so much. The house still has to appraise out. Like, right. You still have to get a loan on it, right? right. So you can't just be like, oh, this... $350,000 house, I'll offer you 500. Like it's not realistic. So how else can you make your offer stronger? Mm. And sometimes that's buying the house as is, or sometimes it's offering to pay the seller's attorney fees. Like, you know, just kind of getting creative. It's not your typical market where you put in an offer and you're negotiating. The hardest part that I'm finding is when I'm meeting with clients who are just getting into the buyer's market and they've heard how crazy it is, but they don't quite get it is that the listing price is usually the starting bid and it's going oh, up. Gosh. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Whereas it used to be if you found a house that you liked, we'd do a market analysis. We'd say, here's the high and low end of what things are selling for. Let's start down here. I haven't had a let's start down here no. conversation in You're a like, long time. You're like, we're starting at yeah. what right. they're asking right. for. No, it's funny because over the years, we use different parts of the contract. So there's parts, uh, there was times in my life where I was having to use like a home sale contingency section, which means that the buyer had a house to sell in order to buy. I haven't used that section in three years because no seller is going to look at a buyer who hasn't already sold their house. Right. Like they just yeah. don't have to because they've got a whole slew of buyers that don't have anything to sell. Yeah. So, right. yeah. you know, they weed those ones out first. And then, you know, there's other parts to the contract that we normally would fill out that we're not using. And then there's additional parts like rent backs where sellers oh. are going, hey, yes, I'll sell you my house. I'll close on it, but I need to rent it back for two or three weeks until I close on my new construction. I went years without using it. I'm like, let yeah. me read this paragraph again. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wipe the dust off real quick because I got to brush up on it. So, um, you know, it, it's a matter of evolving, which, I, like I said earlier, is kind of what keeps the job interesting. Yeah, because for it's sure. Always changing. Always, for sure. So, hmm. yeah. Do you do um, new builds? Uh, we do work with new construction. We yeah. bring buyers to that. The builders have been great about working with us because sometimes you just realize there's no inventory. And if you're going to be spending nine months looking at houses, you might as well just get one and go under and contract and yeah. let it be built for yeah. you. And then you get to pick out all the fun stuff. So, yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, I always talk about if I built a house, if I built a house. But I think it's such a nightmare. I don't think I'll ever build a house. 
Yeah, my husband and I Scary. joke about surviving. We bought a foreclosure and just going to the store to pick out light fixtures was like, <laughs> I go, how do people build entire houses and stay yeah. married? <laughs> like, what's the secret? Is there a special drink we do need to take want me to throw this light yeah. fixture at you or I no? I feel like <laughs> my secret would just be like, all right, there's your garage, husband. <laughs> <laughs> and the he would be like, okay. Pick out your man cave <laughs> okay. stuff. Fine with me. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe it's something like that. Oh. Yeah. Um, do you typically work within a price range or is it, you know, I'm whoever, really all over yeah, I'm really calls. all over the place. You know, I've been blessed that I've been doing the job long enough that most of my business is referral based, but that gets me yeah. every price point out there. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I still work with renters. You know, yeah. I, there's there's a, a need all of a sudden for renters to have help finding rentals because the rental market is just as competitive as right. the buyer's market, which yes. people don't realize that that market can be affected. But when there's not enough inventory for buyers to be buying houses, buyers, well-qualified buyers with good income and good credit have to become renters yeah. while they're waiting for inventory to come on the market. Mm -hmm. And people who have been renting for a long time that didn't even want to buy all of a sudden their landlords are going, wow, this is a seller's oh, market. I'm yeah. going to sell. And all of a sudden they're like, wait a second, I got to move. I've yeah. been here for seven years. So all of a sudden now they need help. And, um, you know, I've, I've told all the agents on my team, the new agents, especially like helping renters out is, is probably the best investment you can make because you're giving time to somebody who normally is ignored by other realtors, right? right. Oh, they want to make more money. They want this, they want that. They're very transactional. But if you can take the time to invest in a renter because they need your help, they will be your client for life. They will mm. give you referrals. They will be grateful because most of the realtors overlook them. So it's a it's a great way to deposit a, uh, in the favor bank, so to speak, because yeah. you do right by them and they'll be your clients for oh, life. So, so after 23 years, most of my business is referral-based. So I'm helping the guy who's looking for the $1,800 rental. I'm helping people who are looking for the million plus homes. I'm literally every a million plus. I noticed yeah. on your website that it showed like her most recent transactions or like sales. Yeah. And then it also showed rents yeah. too. So mm -hmm. I was interested in that. So. Yeah. 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 How many clients do you work with at one time? What's your cap? You know, honestly, that varies too, because it could depend on the time of year. In the spring market, you're working with more clients because there's more people looking that March, April, May, and June. Everyone's trying to do that big push. But- I could find a client, a house in one weekend of going out. And then I might have somebody else that I was with earlier today and I've been working with him for two years. So we joke that we just celebrated our second anniversary. So <laughs> two years. I'm not going to mention names, but he knows who he is. Oh and I keep gosh. joking that I should have an anniversary <laughs> gift by this Wait, point. Wait, so, so that person has been looking for a house for two years yeah. and hasn't found the house. And he's just looking in a very competitive price range. And so, you know, we've been outbid on stuff and then, or we'll, we'll go under contract and then the home inspection's scary. It sounds like he's okay where again. he's at now yeah, right yeah, so yeah. it's just got time when the right way comes be along like, that's not meant to be <laughs> <laughs> after two years I'm just staying where I'm at <laughs> is it hard for you to go into a buyer's house or I'm sorry a seller's house and they just love their house and they think it's so perfect and you have to kind of like you're share like, with 90210 was watched in this living room <laughs> We call those uncomfortable conversations. <laughs> no way. But it is definitely a duty of a good realtor to be able to she have said that duty. conversation. Duty. Yeah. <laughs> so immature. Has to, yes, oh, definitely has to happen. Uh, you know, I 
I think that if you're not willing to have that conversation with the seller, you're you're doing them a disservice as much as you're doing yourself a disservice because eventually oh, yeah. that house isn't going to sell. Right. And the seller's yeah. not going to go, I'm angry that my shag carpeting didn't sell. They're yeah. going to go, that realtor couldn't sell my house. I'm going to find somebody else. Right. And yeah. as right. realtors, we actually joke, like you want to be the second or third realtor to list a property because sure. by then the seller is like, I'll do whatever it yes. takes, you know? Yeah. And, so um, do you just like subtly like yeah we uh, you know why don't we slap a coat of paint in yeah. this room yeah yeah uh, in the last three years I really have not had to because again those buyers are looking past anything so like mm. normally I would say hey like your carpet needs to be stretched and cleaned and then I look like a big liar because they say ah oh, we're gonna just put it on the market the way it is and then they get six offers and oh I'm like, god Ugh. yeah so you know having the conversation of not having to do that is another conversation we have but. Um, in a previous lifetime, <laughs> when the market was not so much a seller's market, you have to because yeah. otherwise they're going to be mad at you when they get feedback and they're like, well, why does this feedback say my house smells like cat pee? And I'm like, oh, because you have nine cats. <laughs> Coincidentally, <laughs> I was going to bring that up. Like, oh, it looks Lord. bad. After, you know, six other realtors said it and they're nightmare. like, does it? And you're like, uh, <laughs> your eyes are watering. <laughs> Makeup's running down your Meredith face. Meredith would be covered in hives. I'd be covered in hives. <laughs> I just take Benadryl every time I'm going to go over there. Oh, yeah, God. no kidding. Mm-hmm. That is a nightmare. So um, all exceptions aside, what makes a house stand out? Um, you know, we used to say that your first impression was when they arrived at your house. So you'd want your curb appeal to look great Mm -hmm. in your front door and then to smell good when you come in the house. Mm -hmm. But really now your first impression is online. So Mm. you want to work with a realtor who's got a professional photographer. We're not doing cell phone pics anymore. It's just not cutting it. Right. And, um, and you want to make sure that you look good online. So an accent wall, for example, might not look so abrasive. Um, oh, sure. in person but online the lighting and yeah. all of a sudden it's like bright orange or something like that yeah. so you have to like look at those pictures and go okay guys I know that you use your toaster every day I know the knife blocks important whatever but I don't want anything on your counters Nothing. for pictures so, and then you see? can go back to living yeah, yeah. I would have to shove everything into yeah. one room and then shove it into another if when you you're ready see to me, do that one I'm yeah. literally there and I'm like carrying stuff out of the room oh my all right gosh. she snaps a couple of pictures I'm yeah. carrying stuff back in but um it's important because your first impression is online and so if you and it's crazy right because that, that stuff doesn't stay on the counter when the house is sold, but buyers can't look past it. Right. And if they look online, they're like, oh, that's really, really cluttered. Yeah. We don't want to go and look at it. I'm like, but what if it's the right layout? What if it's the right, right. bones? What if it's whatever, you know? So, um, but uh, we're visual people no matter what. Mm-hmm. And if they see yeah. something online, they don't like, like a paint color or something like that. They're like, mm, nope. Not even going to go look at it. So $1.3 million house. And people were talking about the avocado refrigerator. <laughs> I was looking at one, like, avocado color. like you can replace that. Yes. Look at the size of this house in this yeah. kitchen. Right. You know, look at the bones. Yeah. You're look not, at the bones. Yeah. Get rid yeah. of the fucking fridge. Yeah. If you put it in like the garage it. with yeah. your husband. There you go. <laughs> Goes in the man cave. Yeah. He can put some it. stickers on yeah. it. Done. Some beer inside. He's yeah. a happy man. He doesn't care care. what color like (laughs) fridges. You know, I think it's important because everyone is online and even social media. You know, I used to laugh because we would talk about like people looking at houses on Instagram and Snapchat. And and I'm like, really? But that's really where people are because yeah. that's where people are looking and they're looking at everything from mm-hmm. what products to buy to houses to buy and, and things like that. So, you know, going in, I usually do my listings in a two-step process because I, I meet with the seller first and we kind of walk through the house and I let them know, like, this is how we're going to prep the house for sale. Do we need to do staging? Do we need to do some work to it to make sure that it shows well online? And then it's just a matter of doing all the advertising on all those social media posts. Mostly we're putting it on the multiple listing service because that's getting 
every house out to every single realtor who has buyers. And right now, every realtor has a multitude of buyers that are looking at houses and mm-hmm. want more inventory on the market. So as soon as you get it on Easy. there, it goes out. And, uh, you know, we're also seeing some crazy things, too, where, like, sellers are putting the house on the market on a Wednesday and doing an open house on Saturday, and that's the only time you can go and see it, and then they're going to pick an offer from there. Holy so cow. it's a matter of the realtors being able to communicate, too, because you don't want to all of a sudden have a listing hit the market and you tell your client, like, oh, it's not available to be shown until Saturday, and they're out of town on Saturday. Sure. So clients are like, hey, I can't fly out to see it. Okay, it's great. That was kind of one of the benefits of COVID is that we learned how to do our business remotely. I was just going to yeah. say COVID. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not Darn all about COVID. wearing sexy I masks, know. you know? Yeah. <laughs> when you first meet with someone that is selling their home and they suggest to you what they think their house should sell for, and you have to let them know, oh, calm it down, cowboy. Mm-hmm. Like, how does that conversation go? no $1.3 million <laughs> house there, buddy. <laughs> How does that conversation Uh, You know, I think the numbers speak for themselves. So when I go into these appointments, I'm pulling up everything that is recently sold in the last three to six months. If a seller isn't willing to look at those numbers and understand that's where the market is, as a realtor, you have to ask yourself, do you want to take on that listing, right? Because again, mm-hmm. taking on an overpriced listing, especially before it was such a seller's market, wasn't great because then every week you're talking to them and you're having these conversations and they're frustrated because their house hasn't sold. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to, you know, you wouldn't go to your your car mechanic and he tells you, you know, you need a new tire and there's a nail sticking in it. You'd be like, that guy doesn't know what he's talking about. So <laughs> at some point you kind of have to have this, you know, come to Jesus moment where you're like, oh, this realtor has experience. This is what they do every day for their job. We should probably listen to them. And mm-hmm. there's always going to be some sellers that don't want to do that. And, you know, yeah. you can only, only lead a horse I think to that's water. my problem is I overtrust. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I got to be like, oh, oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what we paint, have to do. Got to okay. carpet? Okay. Yeah. okay. Get rid of the fridge? Keep God. it under 100000 Okay, <laughs> fine. Yeah. Why did I get 47 offers? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. She does a great job. Yeah. Did it again. <laughs> Have you ever had to fire a seller or buyer? Uh, there's been a couple of times where we just, uh, you know, we I brought offers to them that were exactly where I told them I thought that the the market would bear, and they didn't they didn't accept them. And so at that point, I'm just spinning my wheels, right? Like yeah. we got two mm-hmm. offers, they happened to come in exactly where I thought they would, based on the market, based on the numbers. Numbers don't lie. And uh, they didn't want to take it. And so it's like, at that point, what am I doing? I'm just you know, mm-hmm. spinning my wheels. So, But it, it's been rare. I think it's only happened twice in my entire real estate career. It, it would really have to be something significant for me to walk away. Do you possible. ever have people that want to be there when people are walking through? I don't let them. That no, you like, don't let them. It's terrible. They yeah, will they don't always, like, look at this great wallpaper. Always, or they're going to say something that's totally going to affect their ability to oh, negotiate. God. Like, yeah, my job offer just came through. I got to be gone in two weeks or I'm going to have double mortgage payments. And I'm looking at them. My eyes are bulging like, stop talking, you know. So they're not allowed to be home. It's always a disaster. And buyers know this. So they're always like, so what's your bottom line number? And oh, the God. seller's like, oh, well, I'd have to get. I'm like, no, 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 no. Just that. So I they have to leave. Yeah. And that this seems to be like a 24-7 type of job. How many hours a week do you put into this? Oh, geez. Um, do you have to limit yourself? Do you have to say, like, I'm going to stop taking phone calls at this? Or do you take them during hockey? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a loud phone call. Um, so uh, that is actually part of the reason why having the office and the team is so great. Because yeah. a lot of us are moms. 
A lot of us are married. We have demands outside of real estate, but like, yeah, absolutely. I just had someone say earlier that they're going to do real estate part-time and I just snickered. I was like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) because they have a full-time job and there's no way when a house hits the the market at 9am that you're going to be like, okay, well we can go tonight at six because I've got my full-time job. They're going to be like, I need to get in there at noon when it's convenient for me. So, um, you know, having the team has been great, you know, We've got, some of us have college age kids. So when we go to visit college, then the rest of us jump in. So our clients never are left hanging. They never are left wondering like, oh gosh, you know, Barb's out of town for the weekend. I can't go look at houses and my dream home just came on. It's always, here's who's covering me. You're always in good hands. So I think over the years I've learned that this can be a very lonely business. And if you are doing it alone, you really are on 24 Mm seven and it doesn't matter what's going on outside because rightfully so this is someone's largest investment that they're buying or selling. Mm -hmm. They don't care about my son's hockey game. And I get it right. Cause my son's hockey game and him winning as an eight year old, (laughs) this little playoffs is not going to be the most important thing in their life because they're worried about a house for their family. Right. And so um, it's not realistic to think that they're going to put that on hold for me. So us having this, team is just there's always somebody readily available we always have people on call on the weekends and things like that and if I am busy with clients and somebody needs to go out and see something it's just a phone call a group text hey guys who's available to go open up this door who can show this property for me Uh, one of the team members right now is on spring break with his family we're all on call to help his clients so it just works out really well what happens if something sells and he's on vacation Uh, we all just jump in and help each other so we would take care of handling the contract and stuff like that for him so that way when he got back in he would be able to jump back in and either help with the home inspection or whatever but they're his clients so yeah okay it's important that you have a team of people you can trust because it can be very cutthroat out there Mm -hmm. so yeah Mm -hmm. it's it's having the people with the same moral compass as you is, is super important so that'd be hard mm-hmm. to find yeah. that many people so do you know that we're sitting with an award winner what oh. yeah what did i win <laughs> the wine i mean besides us oh barb is an award oh, winner wow congratulations Can you tell us about Thank that you. oh it's so awkward to talk about. Is it, it is not awkward totally, i'll talk about yeah, it you talk so it says me. top one percent individual award for transactions and sales what does that mean what does that mean it sounds amazing oh, yeah yeah so it goes based on on what your gross sales is and then also how many units which I don't ever like to say because I don't like people to feel like they're a number but um, it does go based on sales so uh, when I won that last year and the year before it was because I did 85 transactions you sold 85 yeah yeah so homes forever homes (laughs) forever homes congratulations dream homes yeah so that was pretty exciting that's awesome Uh, so you know because what would you say is like an average for a year um I mean, like, I'm going to say, like, can you do from, like, pre-COVID, like, probably pre-COVID, what was your average for a year? Uh, I... I would usually say it'd be somewhere between 45 and 65 okay. houses. Yeah. yeah. But you know, so like the average is... realtor does between 21 and 25. Oh, wow. So, okay. Yeah, about I mean, cause that's like two uh, a month. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that's a lot crap. of work. That's a lot. That that's a lot of work. You're busy. Yeah. You are busy. It was. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. It was. She says, she's systems. like, I hope I don't ever win that award again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still recovering. Uh, systems, I will tell you, are probably the saving grace. Because if you have the systems in place, everything runs. It yeah. just, it runs. It's smooth. You've got, you know, people in place to help make all these things happen. I was going to say, you're an amazing team. I've got mm-hmm. a great yeah. lender. I've got a great home inspector, great attorney. Like, I just, they, they make me look good. So that's, that's great. awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. so let's talk about safety. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, we asked Jen about this yes. as well. Jen was on a couple yes. months ago, right? Yeah. And we want to know about safety. So how do you keep yourself safe when you're when you're um, showing meeting, homes? Yeah, when yeah. you're meeting clients. Uh, she you goes, know, yeah, she has the hockey my, sticks. Yeah, <laughs> I conceal and carry, and I have. So this is probably one of the things that my husband gets the most freaked out about. Mm. And every now and again, you hear a very very scary story, and he gets like in like super mode, like is your life three sixty app on? And yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But you know, I think there's just little tricks that you have to understand, like. I think back on it now, and I used to actually drive clients in my car, and I'm oh like, my gosh. what are we thinking? <laughs> like, first of all, I had to keep my car vacuumed with four yeah. small children. Like, all that was a full-time job in Meredith itself, could right? do it. Her car's always clean. <laughs> I would, like, take people in my car. And I remember distinctly, and this guy turned out to be the nicest guy. So, uh, But he called, and it was like every question he was asking was the one that was like, the red flag. No, oh, don't take this crazy yeah. person out. Like, he's like, oh, can we go look at this house? Can we see it at, like, 7 o'clock? And I'm like, oh, well, it's dark out. Like, you know, we should see it during the day. Oh, I can only go at seven o'clock at night. And I was like, red flag number one. Yeah. And then uh, he's like, it's vacant, right? And I'm like, oh my red God. flag number two. And I'm like, oh, well, I would have no way of knowing that. I totally knew it was vacant. But I was like, well, I would have no way of knowing the that. The front door swings open when the, <laughs> <laughs> the, in the wind. is off, yeah. like tumbleweeds are blowing across the yard. I don't know, maybe. Uh, so I was like, well, I'd have no way of knowing that, you know, usually the sellers let us in and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, okay. And then. Uh, I said to him, you know, can you meet me at my office? We need a copy of your ID and stuff like that. And he's like, oh, can I just meet you at the property? And I was oh, like, God. I was like, oh, my word. And so made him meet me at the office. And then as we're leaving, he goes, well, can you ride in my car? And I'm like, oh, oh this is, and I was like, no, I will meet you at the property. And so I distinctly remember calling my husband and being like, can you meet me at this property? Mm -hmm. I think this is like, this is it. This, this is, is it. This, this is, is the one. Yeah, this is, you know, the first and last day of real estate for me. So, um. <laughs> Um, so my husband met us there and like parked down the road and was like weird about it. Right. Yeah. But, no, that's good. Uh, weird in a good way for me. <laughs> not so much for the other guy. So then I get there and I unlock the door and I open it and I like, just kind of like let him go in and he's like, Oh, or, you know, are you going to come in? And I was like, go ahead. Like chewing him in the house. And I was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to stay back here. And he was like walking around the house and literally calls me from the basement he's like can you come down here I'm like nope. oh my god <laughs> I never left the front door like it was a vacant house it was a foreclosure it was during the recession which that was a market all on its yeah. own like every house had no heat you were colder inside than outside and you're like shivering like D could you picture your family here like it was crazy <laughs> and uh, I never left the front door can he you picture killing your family here <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> on the next Dramatic, episode of forensic right? files <laughs> Barb Newton's here tape and, and duct tape so, um, but I never left the front door and we joked about it later he turned out to be an investor great guy bought multiple properties from me uh, he's but gotta stop like, being it creepy though like this yeah. joke I'm like you know you hit every serial killer question <laughs> the first time I met you and uh, you know so after we'd looked at numerous houses and, and he'd bought for me and I knew he wasn't a serial killer like we'd joke about it I'd be like alright you're not feeling serial killery today are you and he's like not today and so I don't know but, man people said Jeffrey Dahmer was super nice yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. I know. It was really, really crazy. So like you, you hear those things and it's like, you just have to, you know, be cautious. But like, I've heard stories too, where like, you know, something bad happened and like the realtor just asked normal realtor questions. Yeah. Like there was a horrible situation where a realtor didn't make it. And when they found the guy who did it, 
they were like, you know, what set you off? And he's like, well, she asked me if I was pre-approved and I didn't appreciate her talking down to me about my my qualifications. And I'm like, we are trained to ask if you're pre-approved. And you're like, obviously you ain't got no money. There's also a really great app for any realtors out there who don't know about it. It's called Forewarn and it's actually with our real estate board. And you can actually plug in someone's phone number. So when you talk to them on the phone, you get their phone number, you plug it in and it actually lets you know if they have any kind of background or anything that you should be cautious on. That's good to know. Oh, that's amazing. The real estate board's really good about, you know, self-defense classes and this app and things like that. So that way you know who you're you're meeting. You know, just not knowing anything about being a realtor, I would have never thought it was such a dangerous job. And I my criminal mind is always thinking stuff. Like, how is she going to run in these cute boots if someone's chasing her? You know what I mean? I'm not leaving the front door. <laughs> go on in. Go like on I said, in. I'm just too trusting. I trust everybody. You're like, oh, you need me in the basement? Oh, you want me to come the down? furnace? Yes. Sure. I brought a flashlight. It's fine. Let's go check it out together. I'll lead. <laughs> that was another one, right? You don't go in front of the, the client. They should never, you should never have your back to them. <laughs> never have your back. All right. I think that's just life. I'll lead. That's yeah. me. That's me. Well, this house is no go. power on. Let's that would go. be me. Hold hands. I'd be like, "Come on in." <laughs> I've got my little my little headlamp here. Let's go. <laughs> I really want to sell this house. Okay, let me just close all these curtains. So you can see how dark it really gets in here. <laughs> Trying to win an award this year, I need to sell this house. <laughs> this brings me to eighty five. <laughs> like a nice fellow with those gloves on. It's fine. <laughs> What you gonna do with that rope, sir? <laughs> Anyways, brought the crowbar just in case we couldn't get in, right? <laughs> Always thinking. Always <laughs> one step ahead. Oh, oh gosh. If someone calls and says, you know, I just have this small little house and it's, you know, probably not worth much. Can you come take a look? Let me know. And it ends up just being like this 1. gorgeous house million. that, you know, yeah, I would love yeah. to hear if, if yeah. you've had surprises like that. Honestly, I would say my surprises are more of like the things you don't learn in class, like, like the real life stuff. So I was trying to think about one of the like weird things, right. That I would talk Mm -hmm, about that mm -hmm. it's happened in real estate and like, it's the most random thing. So like right after I got my real estate license, I was talking to this lady on the phone. She was all gung ho about me listing her house for sale. And then I talked to her for weeks, like everything was great. I was going to be listing her house. Now, mind you, I was 21. Mm -hmm. I looked like I was 12. Mm-hmm. and I was I was nervous and I like get there and I've got my portfolio and I'm all ready to like put her house on and this guy answers the phone it's a guy I went to high school with and he's like oh what are you doing here and I was like oh you know I've been talking to your mom I'm gonna list the house for sale and like his mom comes behind him and is like who is that who is that and I was like oh you know it's Barb I'm, we're, we have an appointment and she like slams the door oh gosh and I'm standing there on this porch, super awkward. And like I hear her talking to her son. And then she opens the door like the tiniest sliver. Like I was one of the serial killers I just <laughs> yeah. talked about. And she's like, I'm sorry, we're canceling this appointment. And I was like, I'm sorry, what what just happened? And she goes, I'm sorry, I did not know you were my son's age. And I would never list my house for sale with oh someone my that's my gosh. son's age. Oh, no. And I was like, but we've been talking like you like my marketing plan. You like, And she goes, yeah, but your name's Barb. And that's like an older lady's oh name. Oh, my God. I was like, thanks a lot, mom, for naming me Barb. I appreciate it. So, um, yeah. So now that I'm 40, it's a lovely name. It's very hard for me to imagine you as a baby. 
It is very hard. So, uh, baby yeah. Barb. I just, yeah, baby you know Barb. what? My neighbor's name is Barb also, and I never thought of her as a baby. Oh, you know, I will tell you growing up, the only people who had the same name as me at the school was like the older the teachers, real, the older teachers, the nurse, yeah. and I, <laughs> lunch lady Barb. Yeah. Lunch lady Barb. Yeah, I saw my future. Like, who, are yeah. you, who are you named after though? So, um, actually I'm named after a cousin of mine yeah. that had yeah. passed. Mm-hmm. And so I got the family name. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I knew so, there was yeah, a reason. There is a reason. You're mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, another situation that I had was um, uh, I hadn't been licensed for very long and it was during the recession. So there was a lot of foreclosures, vacant houses, things like that. And I walked in with my clients. They were investors. And uh, we walked into a house and there was a man on the floor sleeping. Mm. So I thought, so I was like, excuse me, realtor showing the house and he's not moving. And so we went over there and he was dead. Oh my oh, God. Did not learn that in real estate class. No. So yeah. So it was a homeless guy who had broken into this oh. bank owned home and uh, yeah, he died. But wow. Dad, I kind of feel like that should be taught in Realtor that you class? might find dead bodies. Yes. Yeah, like what to do when you find <laughs> like a dead body. There was not. Do they talk a, about squatters? Chapter in the book about that. No. <laughs> not that you, you know can remember. I, mean? <laughs> I skipped over that chapter clearly. I feel like though, is squatters like not really a big issue? Like only I think it's a big issue. Yeah, I mean, I maybe not really around run here. Into squatters. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I ran into. We live a in dead a very nice day. area, yeah. though. We do. Yes. Yeah. This is not going to happen in our. No, I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. So, <laughs> never say never. I walked in on a naked guy before oh my sleeping. God. So, like, I walked in and it was weird. I just had this vibe that, like, somebody was in the house. So, I'm, I'm doing the same thing. Realtor, I'm showing your house. And, like, dishwashers running. The best part was my daughter was with me. So, oh I was, God. like, going oh to look gosh. at this house. She was little, she was like five or six. And uh, so we're walking through the house and I get upstairs and she's behind me and I open up the master and this guy is sprawled out on his back, butt naked with a, uh, what is it when they can't breathe when they're Sleep sleeping? apnea. Yes. And this machine's like, and That's I was like, oh my God, yes, yes, sound asleep. <laughs> I'm like trying to back out of the room really quick. My daughter's like, let me see, let me see. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> like, I scooped her up, threw her over my shoulders and got out of there and then had to call the realtor. I'm like, just to let you know. And she's like, oh, sorry, he slept through. He, oh you know, my God. Yeah. yeah, it was super He works awkward, nights. <laughs> Still, still can see. Oh, that? oh my <laughs> gosh. That's so crazy. So I think that's more of like the, you know, random surprises that you run yeah. into is just things like situations you could not explain if your life depended yeah. on mm-hmm. So And mm-hmm. just random things that clients ask you to do and stuff Naked like that. Naked people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have to share with buyers that someone died in the house? You don't have to share anything with them that is public knowledge. Mm. So if it's something, you know, that it's publicly... Po- you know, if there was a crime or something. I like mean, they that. could look yeah. it up themselves, yeah. right? Exactly. But you don't have yeah. to share that. Mm-mm. Yeah, Mm-mm. it's not in any paperwork. So, no. Mm-mm. Have you ever had any haunted houses? Um, not that. Not I for one point three million. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Those are like usually the older, like established houses on the North Shore. That I don't know. Um, but yeah, not that I'm aware of. Uh, where like nobody came back six months later. Is like I don't want it anymore. <laughs> oh, no. All the cabinet doors keep opening. No, but one of my favorite stories. There was a realtor friend that I had, and uh, she had a house that she had sold, and six months later, her clients called her because. They were in their living room watching TV, and then they heard the cat bowl, like the cat was eating cat food. And um, 
her clients like go, oh, the cat's eating cat food. And then they realize the cat is sleeping in the living room by oh, them. God. And they're like, what the hell is going on? So they went in the kitchen and there was a huge snake. Oh my oh god. Eating the cat food. So the previous owners had lost their snake and while they, they were moving. They anything. didn't say anything. Oh. And it finally wow. came out of the walls six months later because it got hungry. Thank God it ate the cat food and not, and the, not cat. the cat. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> yeah. That's a great story. Yeah. Too, like, where's our cat? Where did this big snake <laughs> right. come from? Where's our cat and what's this giant skin in the kitchen? <laughs> like, what? Yeah. That is So crazy. I remember her telling me that. I'm like, you win. You win the weird story oh, that of the is day. No like, kidding. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's amazing. So what areas do you work in? What's, uh, what? I'm all of Lake County okay. and McHenry County That's and then Illinois, the northern folks. part of Cook County. I don't do the city. The city is its own weird animal. Yeah. 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 Uh, our, we have a partner who handles Wisconsin. We have another partner who handles commercial. And, uh, you know, we do property leasing and things like that. So nice. we're all over the place. And what kind of commercial selling right now? Um, honestly, businesses are doing well. So I have a lot of people that are looking for long-term leases for whatever their business is, you know, carpet oh. cleaning or hair salons or, um, you know, just all. Do all you say like things. the market right Great. now for commercial is pretty good because a lot of work from home? Um, I would say that it's still doing good. I actually am really excited about a lot of the things that I'm hearing as far as like these big buildings where everyone's doing work from home yeah. because there's a shortage of housing. They're actually looking at turning these buildings into multi-purpose that buildings. That would be amazing. So like main floor might be retail, middle floor might be offices, and then the top floors would actually be converted into condos. That amazing. would be awesome. So yeah. I'm amazing. really excited because they're finding ways to make these big empty buildings yeah. usable and the housing housing shortage needs it so i yeah. think i think it's fantastic oh that is yeah. that's great yeah that's awesome. absolutely very good, good. Mm-hmm. so can you tell everyone where they can find you again address phone yes. number so i'm at 22 center street in downtown gray's lake it's a cute little town mm-hmm. um my phone number is 224-280-9025 or you can find us at newtpartners.com very good and it's n-o-o-t-e yes newt Bar- partners not yes. nude yeah, not <laughs> nude, not newt like the critter. Thing. Not a newt uh, that you yeah, find yeah. in your window. Which I don't well. want to find any more than I want to find a snake. So <laughs> they can stay outside. <laughs> well, thank you so much for Thanks joining for us. Yeah, this was great. Yeah, this thank was you. excellent. That was yeah, fun. Excellent. Yeah. And we didn't swear too much. No, we, no not too we bad. Very, yeah. very not too clean. bad. Good. So kids, you can listen. <laughs> No cap. I got nervous at the beginning. I didn't know what direction that yeah. was going to go. Yeah. And how to work Perfect. Out. <laughs> well, thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. 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 This podcast is brought to you by Nametag Productions, LLC. Entire podcast, unless otherwise stated, written by the hosts. The Klopin Effect, a retail podcast. If we have to be all on this together, we might as well make it fun.